Welcome to episode number 309, Legacy. This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views. Brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. Visit bl3ssed.com to get blessed. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. All right, you are now tuned into the Rotated Views Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Lee Velez. I'm here with Heck and Gabe Legacy. In this episode, the crew covers topics that range from glory, honor, ancestry, making history, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Billy Graham and Jim Rome. Guys, if you're new, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to download and subscribe. We drop a new episode every Tuesday morning for your listening pleasure. Kicking things off. Gentlemen, gentlemen, yo, yo, gentlemen. Yo. It's just a crew. Let's That's go. It. All right, so we're going to actually just jump right into it. So uh, legacy. Uh, got the a definition from dictionary.com. Defines legacy as one. A gift by will, especially of money or other personal property. And the second definition that is applicable to uh, our discussion here today is something transmitted by or received from an ancestor or predecessor or from the past. Um, so what I did like a little bit of, uh, you know, like nothing too deep, but, but a little bit of research on some maybe opinions, I guess, on how legacy is perceived um, as we just gave a very dry uh, definition, but how it's perceived um, by leaders in the industry, okay? Mm. Um, and so I just was curious, because a lot, I feel like people talk about legacy, um, and I was trying to see if there was a pattern in how they described it, and there was. So I was like, okay, so we're, we're kind of in unison um, on the definition, I guess, uh, but now it's, what does it mean to you? And that's where that's where the trail kind of goes. Like, you know, some people are saying it, this legacy means this to me. Mm. I don't even know if I'm explaining that correctly. So, when it's defined, everyone agrees that's what it is. Sure. But then, okay, so I think this is where it's at. When it's defined, you could they, everyone can agree on a definition, but I think people then Have gravitate, on it. yeah, to to a section of the definition. If that okay. makes sense, right? So one of one in there it said something about ancestors, right? Yes. Right. Okay. So then someone will take legacy, and that's all their fo- that's that's what it means to them, which is fair, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's it's our own life, it's our own translation of it. So it, I started to it's almost it turned into like a rabbit hole though, like looking mm. into stuff. So I'm like, right. oh my gosh, this is like endless. But it was fun. Um, but one that I came across that I thought was it was pretty cool was it was just a I I took this right from his website, Tony Robbins' website. Um, obviously, um, you know, a historical figure when it comes to the personal development, self-help industry, um, and a, a little cliche for me to get, you know, uh, a definition, uh, from him, but sure. I, I, th- I just still, I thought it was, it was well-written and he has a, a legacy is a lasting impact on the world. It's a gift that is passed down through generations, money, property, or even stories. It can also be a business or the profits from a business set up with a in a foundation or charity. Leaving a legacy means dreaming big and changing the world for the better. 
and that is the powerful driver for the most successful people on the planet. It was something simple about that, the simplicity yeah, yeah. about that, that just makes it... And that's what, like, when I think legacy, I think impact more than anything. Yes. Else. And that's yeah. what, like, I mean, yeah, you think predecessors and stuff like that, but in terms of, like, how, what the mark you left on yes, the Yes, make your mark. That's, that's yeah, exactly, exactly the first three words, make your mark or make my mark, whatever, that popped in my head when I hear the word legacy. Um, but then I read off, you know, I read that off. I was like, I just, how, how he worded it was so simple. It's like an easy yeah. read. Like my, my eight year old can read that and sure. understand what he's trying to say. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, and you guys are tech guys. I mean, you know, the word legacy means something totally different. It means uh, an older system, machine, device, product yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. that is, the, that's our legacy system. That's what we call it. At one point we used it. We grew from it. We added from it. And we morphed it into what we currently have. Okay, so that that old one, that historical build, is the legacy system. Yes. Yep. Right. So it's, but if I don't, I don't know if if you say that to everybody, I don't know if that's. And there's more terms. There's more techie across. terms yeah, yeah, that yeah. that have. I'm I'm trying to you know stay within the topic here. Um, but anyway, so so. The simplest way I think that this movement grows a little bit more is to have these candid conversations that are positive, uplifting, but use very you know generalized lingo, yeah. and then you move on to the advanced sure. conversations when we kind of gather or get yeah, together or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, okay, so 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 let's go back to something that I've questioned way in the past since the beginning of our conversations and i always bring it up i actually had it on my last um my last uh album where i posed a question to say can you can you look your ancestors in the eye and be proud um and it was funny i was listening to a gentleman uh earlier and he was he's like there's no way your ancestors sacrificed all that they did, right? We're going thousands of years back hmm. for you to be on your phone all day, just staring at a screen, just like clicking through <laughs> social media. No way. Yeah. Right? So what is that though? Or did they? Did we just evolve into just comfort? Right? And so I don't know. You got to pose that to yourself. And then you're always going to have the person who's going to be all over this stuff and say, oh, I get paid to be on social media. Or I get paid to play video games. Or I get paid... In the most basic form, though, there's some people that are gonna get paid for this stuff. Right. People get paid yeah, for, of for everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I'm saying there's little kids. Yeah. That are have this stoic face staring at a screen for like four hours. Like, it's bizarre. It's a weird thing to encounter. Especially you come home from work and you bust open the door like, hey, you're all excited. And you're like, Everyone's like looking yeah, up, like, like almost like a zombie, whatever. It's zombie like. Yeah. It really is. It's like they're they almost look tired too. They look drained. It's like it's it's like it's it's like it's ripping out the energy, the energy from their thought process. It's bizarre. Um, but anyway, so the question is, do you feel that you have a duty to your ancestors? Now we're talking about legacy. The topic is legacy. Do you feel that you have a duty to your ancestors? To leave a legacy or to continue the legacy. Well, I think to. I don't know if necessarily to ancestors because I don't know if that's going back too far. Because I mean, yeah, we have to live up to obviously what was passed on from before, no matter what. Because obviously, like 
everything is different in terms of like yeah stuff yeah oh they're not gonna stare everything but who knows if they're just sitting there staring at a mountain the whole right. for five hours a day you, you right. never know you know what i mean because <laughs> <laughs> oh that, that was their entertainment, that was their entertainment. <laughs> look at this go all the way up there yeah. <laughs> but i mean at the same time too it was like what are you doing with what's available to you correct right so yeah. it's like and two like like you have children and stuff too like you want to make something better for them so i feel like there, there's something there right there's something there with like the whole ancestor thing. So if it's truly was or is survival of the fittest, right? Then we are the accumulation of all of that. Yeah. Right? So at some point, who is or are we the apex of our ancestors? And what's the goal? Like what's the end? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um and where do the where does the where do you come in to interfere with the bloodline in a positive way where 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 does that happen is it is it do you take that like on your shoulders or do you just keep it going like we're just cruising along right i mean it's it's a it's a it's a it's a double fold uh question um but heck you're going to say something um along with the the ancestry things like I did the whole 23andMe thing and now knowing what my ancestors came from is like, dang, there's something that we have to prove and keep that name going on what they did back in 1800s. Sure. Right. And that adds another level of it. So, so when you know, then it's like, yeah, you have to show off and you have to take it to that next level so that you can show your kids so your kids don't forget about it and then they show their kids. Sure. Like, so it's crazy, right? Because... I'm sure my dad didn't know any of this stuff that like what yeah. how our how our ancestors are right because they didn't have any of this stuff and nobody from his family showed him because obviously no one knew about it yeah so it it just like it stopped so now all this ancestry stuff that you could find out with DNA it's just it's insane so it's like dang yo he did see like a little halt and now it's like you have to pick that back up to be proud of what your sure. ancestors did you know what I mean like. Would I be? Would I look at my ancestors in the face and say, "I'm proud of what you did because you started yeah. something that we have to continue, sure. and we have to keep that legacy going." Yeah, I think. I think. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's something to be said there. There's something to to along the lines of passing the torch. Yeah. Uh, and continuing that, and actually, almost in itself, it is a race, um, and and not that necessarily has to be a. a a speed thing like how fast can you go run through this right yeah it's passing on the torch so that the name so that the 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 all the hard work and effort that went into creating what we did to keep it going to keep it alive like my dad i i find this very, to be very true like my dad will forever live on and i think it's my duty his name will forever live on as long as I'm alive. Yeah, yeah. Right? And then I think it is also my son's job to do the same. Mm. Um, and when I say my name, I mean like the family name, not necessarily Jimmy Lee, but I, I, I'm living literally like my son is made up of my DNA. Yeah. He's, I'm literally living in him and so is our dad. It's kind of crazy if you actually think about that. Like my dad is, li I'm literally my dad. Yeah. Right? And it's like, and my mom, obviously. But it's, you have that combination. I truly do believe I, 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 without a shadow of doubt, feel that I have a duty to perform. I have a duty to 
um, to create and make better and to improve upon mm-hmm. so that my sons could then stand on the shoulders of giants uh, one day and he just keep improving, keep improving. And I think everyone has a role. It doesn't matter whether you're big, tall, uh, skinny, small, whatever you want to call it. I think everyone on earth that is alive, truly, I truly believe this, serves a purpose. And you have to, I think individually, you have to figure that out and what that is for you. Because mm-hmm. it's definitely not the same for everybody. Um, and everyone is on their own path at a different time. But I still believe it is to become the best version of yourself. Yeah. And you guys know that's a very core belief that I held yeah. for yeah. years. And that's what it all kind of drills down to. That's passing the torch, uh, leaving a legacy, that type of thing. Yeah. Um, I do, and, I, and it, it really truly does resonate with me. We don't, we're, we're still, you know, there's still wars going on, right? Um, and, you know, you're watching these documentaries, and you're like, dang, these guys went to war. Um, you, you have to stand for something if you're going to fight for it, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to have some guts, Yeah. right? And what they say, no guts, no glory. And it's something about that. And I think every person has to tap into that little fight. There's nothing worse when somebody says, oh, man, he didn't have... Have you ever looked at somebody like, there's no fight in them? Right, yeah. yeah. It's just like a sad state to be in. Mm. And I think everyone at one point had... You, you know, everyone is in, in a moment like that. Sure. Um, but the reason why you like... Why do you, why do you think people like the Rocky story or the underdog yeah. story? Sure. Because the fight back. Yes. Because they went up against the impossible, basically, mm. and overcame that, right? right. Yeah. And that's why it resonates. That's why the underdog story resonates with nations. I mean, you go from whether it's sports, when people are like, "Wow, that that team had no shot at winning whatever championship is for yeah. their sport," right? And they do, and then they call it miracles, and they call it all this other stuff, right? But what is so attractive to that? Because everyone knows that we're up against a lot, and you can relate to that because you want to be that. Yeah. Because right. you want, you want, you know, you have that. You mm. know, every person on planet Earth is it's it's innate. It's in us. We know that there's fight in us because we're literally made up of the best of the best. Our ancestors' DNA. We're made up of fight or mm-hmm. flight. We're literally physically made up of the best that there was for that time. Like we out. Like think about it. Like our DNA dipped and dodged <laughs> for thousands of years, sure. and we're the product of that. Yeah. Like, we're literally the best accumulation of it. And so it's my job to develop my instincts, my intellect, uh, everything else, so that it continues to keep surviving. Yeah. So, Never yeah. I thought I, of it that way. That's, that's it's, a good thing. It's, it's a, it's, I, I, I find, I take it with, in, like, in a very old school way, like a knight and, you know, your shield and your sword. And yeah. I, t- I truly see it as that, like, it's, it's an absolute privilege to be alive. And while I'm here, the goal is to make the biggest positive impact I possibly can and to grow, obviously become the best version of myself, to grow that network wide for my family. So now it's not just Jimmy Leval is fighting for this, but the Gabe Rivera is fighting for this, then my brothers, Heck and Goose, fighting for this, and then all of a sudden my boys are gonna be around men who are fighting for something, yeah. for a reason, a reason right? right? You're showing them, and then they're gonna, and then that's bang. That's that's how we live forever. So it's 
you know, the way they say, like, a legend never dies, all this other stuff. There's something to that if you had give birth or, or you can at least talk to your son or daughter about the legacy mm-hmm. and why it's, why it's meaningful that they themselves become the best version of themselves. I said it earlier. Everyone has a role in this. Everyone has a purpose. There's a, there's a reason why you're here. There's a reason why you're alive. Figure it out fast, as fast as you can, and then just start working on it. Mm-hmm. Figure it out and just start working on it. Don't give up on yourself. Don't, dude, you're, you're made up of the best of the best. Anyone who's listening to this, think about that. You're made up of the best of the best in your bloodline. Hmm. There's no, you can't, you can't even deny that because you're, you're either, it's either that or you're dead. Sure. You're not alive. And we're here because of procreation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So at some, some way we begin, <clears throat> we survived all through this. Like, think about it. Like I'm part of, I'm a piece of me is my grandfather who I've never met. Mm. My dad's dad. Right. And I'm a part of his dad. And then I'm also a part of his, right? And you keep, and it gets wilder and wilder. That's why it's cool when he, you know, you said he was taking yeah. his DNA test and you see like the breakdown. Yeah. And it truly is so many different avenues and, and, and uh, ways we came together to make up one person. How, what was the, the breakdown's wild. And I think most people get this, but the breakdown is wild. Like you see all these little, you know, uh, I, I don't even know what you would call it. Like, um, I don't know how they break it down on the, 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 the report the, that you got. But anyway, it's like all these little contributions, basically, yeah. that make up who you are. Sure. That's literally what yeah. it is. Yeah. A piece of, uh, you know, you see like Spain, China, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And you see all these Europe. You see all these things. Like, that's what makes me? Sure. So, yeah. So, it's like, like you said, Spain, China, uh, Native American, um, Indian. Like, it's, this is literally, uh, what was it, the... Something Jewish. There's all this stuff in there. It's like, wow, we are made up of a lot of different things all over the place. Yeah. And it's crazy to think about, like, if you got Spain over here, how did we get Native American? Where the heck did that combine at? And it's like, people traveled. Yeah. People think that no one traveled back in the day. And they, oh, Christopher Columbus did this and that or whatever. People were traveling regardless. Yeah, exactly. They were on the move. They didn't sit still. People were always discovering new things. So, yeah, it makes sense that that's how all these things turn into and get one person out of all that. Sure. <laughs> like just to think about that, yeah. right? Let me see if I can pull it up to see what, how many, how many, uh, what your makeup is. How much, yeah, my, and then how much if you think makeup? of it of contributions, it's even a cooler concept. <laughs> the concept even gets cooler. It's like making cake or baking cake, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Like there's the ingredients, ingredients yeah, that make you, or I'll speak for myself that make me an amazing piece of cake. But, but yeah, no, but so, so to go back on the, the, the duty to the ancestors answer for me is yes. Glory and honor to the last name. That's all within what I just talked about. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and yes, I believe that our ancestors live within us, but more specifically, and I think more relatable is because you, you've, you may or may not have interacted with that person is that, yeah, your father is a part of you and lives on through you, whether you met the person or not. Yeah. Um, so go ahead. So you found I, it. I found it. Yeah. So Hector Velez, a hundred percent. 
Oh, 71.8% of, of me is so- Southern Europe. Oh, okay. So, and then it, so it breaks it down to 67.7 of that 71 is Spanish and Portuguese, the Canary Islands, Spain. And then to add on to the, the, Euro, the European, I got Italian, Sardi- Sardinian, broadly Southern European, Northern European, British, Irish, and it just goes on from there. Sub-Saharan Africa. 8.7%. Hmm. So it's like all this stuff. So like, it's pretty wild. Look at all the colors. Oh, wow. Okay. So awesome. That's where we come from. And we're 10% indigenous American. Indigenous. Indigenous American. Which is Native American. Right. 10.8% of that. And look where, look where all the yellow is at. All the entire Western Hemisphere. Yes. Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> That's where it all comes from. So, yeah. So, again, it's all a bunch of pieces that are brought in together to make one person. It's crazy when you break it down like that. It's like you realize, like, what all that goes into. Like you said, yeah. the contributions. It's like, it's yeah, crazy. all those contributions. That's why, that's why when I was saying earlier, it sounds so, like, cliche. It's, like, cheesy almost. Yeah. Like, yes. I have a duty to my name. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, when you look at that <laughs> breakdown. You come from the whole planet. Dude, you, yeah, I mean, but I, I think the duty, though, comes to tie it into what I was saying. The duty comes into living out your purpose. Sure. That's the duty, and it's like in an honorable way to then obtain the glory at the end. Mm. Um, it's fascinating. So one of the questions I want to ask is, like, how do you think technology affected um, with tracking history? Because it was, like Heck was saying, in the past 100 years, yeah. so much has happened uh, since the Industrial Age. And, you know, we have, we have tracking devices on us now that take photos of everything we do and video footage of everything we do. And then we post it and it gets captured yeah. in this little capsule that we call social media platforms, right? Very different than... My dad going into the basement that was pulling out a box that was all uh, like damp and there's mildew on each photo that literally ruined pictures you could never retake. You cannot retake these things Um, and just demolished, right? And so what was the tracking of that? And that was kind of our form of tracking histories with with the the images. But then you go even before that and obviously you get the written history of things. but then the technology part that I wanted to talk about was what Heck already tapped on, tapped in on was the DNA test, and the DNA test uh, was obviously not something that was available a hundred years ago or sure. whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, and if they were already working on it, it wasn't what it is now. Yeah. Uh, and so the reason why it's important is because it continues to prove us and maybe disprove myths or lies about us yeah. hmm. and the more technology uh you know comes out i think it's it's easier to track what our whereabouts what we're doing how we're doing it so that 25 30 40 years from now my son can literally watch like literally skim through of an album yeah, of, some, of, of some, some sort yep and basically relive everything again i think that's fantastic that's, yeah that's definitely crazy I mean, if, if done in the right way, I think it's fantastic. Sure. 
And that's the reason why I, I'm a firm believer in posting only positive things on publicly. Mm. Obviously, negative things happen to me. I face trauma just like everyone else. But I don't put it out there for the public to also digest. I only put out something because I don't think I don't think it's beneficial for anybody else. If it's my problem, I'll right. reach out to the necessary parties to get it handled. Sure. Right. But if it's something positive, I feel like everyone can benefit from that. Mm -hmm. So then I share it. Right. And so you too can then live through my experience. Whereas in a pot in a something positive, but if I'm posting hate speech, right, yeah. or <laughs> negative things, or yeah. you know, just dark, dark stuff. Yeah. It's now, now I'm messing you up. Now I'm bringing you into that dark wave. And I don't think that's the purpose. Some people might think that's the purpose. I'm just saying, remember I was saying earlier, we all have our own purpose. Yeah. I don't think that's my purpose. Literally, sure. I don't think that's why I'm here on earth is to promote negativity. Yeah, if you have dark, whatever, whatever you call it, dark humor, whatever it is, like that, that is becomes like what you're known for or your own personal legacy of that type of thing. Well, it, it, come, it boils, I, Okay, so still goes back to what I was saying earlier. We're all here for a reason. It just yeah. this stuff drives me crazy because they were like, they break down like preachers and mm. say, oh, he's um, uh, like a prosperity pe uh, preacher, and all he talks about is positive stuff. And then you get a guy who only talks about the Book of Revelation and how everything's gonna end and it's so dark and you're yeah. a sinner and you're not worth anything, hmm. right? And then you get the guy who gives the the what they will call like a realist and gives the the, the perfect blend of both sides of the coin. Mm. What, like, whoever, people get so bent out of shape out of, and the same thing with like political parties. Yeah. You get so bent out of shape of conservatives, Republicans, Democrats, uh, whatever. You look at their views and then you get bent out of shape because it, it doesn't resonate with you. Yeah. I don't think that's what we're supposed to be doing. I don't. I really don't. I think it's find what works and resonates with you and go. Like, if that prosperity preacher speaks to, this sector of people and they're happy and content and all they're providing all they're doing is good content and becoming better people more power to them yeah right if this guy just wants to talk negative and these people just they just there's some people just love drama they apparently vibe off of it yeah and they thrive off drama i know i know a couple people social media uh influencers who literally their whole like shtick. i, I want to yeah shtick gimmick whatever you want to call it is creating drama mm. and just negativity um you know like some of these like reality tv shows how yeah. many times have you heard oh and now God. it has to be the truth now yeah. that you, you, you it's 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 cycled enough times for us to realize the writers and producers are creating sure. traumatic events or for chaotic these, events for yeah because it's, there's something about the chaos or whatever and people like well yeah draws the like, attention into the actual show oh and then it also proves or so, shows someone that is this person who might be going through something that someone else has it worse. Because normal, <laughs> I mean, for television, like, normal life isn't interesting. So that's where you right. have to have the script. There, the whatever. script, yeah. Because I, th I think that has to, uh, there's something. There's entertainment value, but I also think it's you're you're running away from with those things. I believe there's a piece of it that is running away from the reality, the true reality, sure, of you being to work on yourself. And yeah. hard work, and you're walking away from hard. Why do people say they be like, "Oh, it, it, it's a time frame where I don't have to think"? That's like the number one thing people say about this garbage. It's that they don't have. It's a. It's an it's a hour. Mindless, like, it's a mindless thing. It's a mindless entertainment. 
What are you doing when you're watching mindless things? You're escaping the reality. The reality. Yeah. Yeah. Right? True. Um, and I do think, so I look at it for me, my escape quote, I think, of reality um, comes in a different form. And it, and it comes from, everyone has their own form, right? But I resonate more with like a comedy or something. Yeah. Um, where I'm escaping, quote, the reality, um, laughing my butt off. Yeah. Right? And it's just a different form of digestion. But there is something there. There is something of value because whether it's whatever you're watching, your mindless show or you're watching comedy or you're watching action flicks or whatever, playing video games, if you're not getting paid, um, <laughs> creating videos, creating content, whatever. Yeah. Everyone has an escape. Sure. Everyone has, even if it's just having unique discussions, even if it's going outside and people watching. And placing judgment on people while you're while they're sure. walking by you, right? <laughs> you're like, oh my god, I love people watching. Why do you love people watching? Like, ask the actual the next sure. question because you're ju you love judging people. Yeah, you love your your curiosity. Then uh, and it might not even be, I'm saying judge it might not be negative. It could be like, oh my god, look at that happy couple. They could have j literally just had a uh, argument, and you're saying, look at that. You don't know, yeah, right? right? So you're making judgments, sure. right? Doing that's what I'm saying. Of something yeah. that's going on here. But to somebody that's there, other people just like, oh man, I gotta hang out with the boys, or I gotta hang out with the girls, whatever. Why? To, it's it, there's 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 something with balance that you need. To, it can't be so bam 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 bam. bam. So you when you get like the the like the drill sergeant um, mentality, it's awesome because you're gonna produce a lot, right? Um, excuse me, but I also think that. There's a release that has to happen somewhere, hmm. or otherwise you're just gonna like drill yourself into the ground. Yeah, um, and you see it all the time. People are like they're overworked, or um, and the reason why it's important is because if you're all beat up mentally, what 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 level of professionalism or what level uh, what kind of product are you gonna produce? Is it gonna be as good as if you're you know energized, healthy, ready to rock and roll? Yeah. Or is it going to be some lackadaisical? I mean, it's it's something that each person just ask yourself that. This is not like a like a time to like, oh, how many push-ups you do this week? It's not one of those <laughs> things. I'm just saying, sure. if you want to challenge, there's so much that each of us can be working on, right? Right. So that a hundred years from now, they're going to say, yo, the Rotated Views podcast, the Blessed Boys, they made a difference in X, Y, Z because they did this level of impact. And that's why I think I think it's a duty of mine also to 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 go back to Tony Robbins' description to start a foundation because at, long after I'm gone, this is something that can just keep going. And if it's and I find something that resonates, is every foundation the same? Like, are they are they funding or helping the same thing? No, yeah. they they found something that resonates with them where. They have some kind of attachment to it. Some it could be a, a pet shelter, right? Or it could be helping your veterans. What, whatever people find, what resonates with you. And if you don't want to create one, because I also don't believe creating a foundation is for everyone. Find one that resonates with you and support it. People always say that about you know, uh, find a Bible-based church and support it. Why do they say that? Because the, I think there's something there also with the camaraderie of being around like-minded people. Mm -hmm. This goes back to me saying, isn't it my choice to be around positive people or post sure. positive things? Right. Yeah. You know, I'm not harming anybody. A negative thing can, 
you're putting out into the ether, you're putting out this karmic sentence that's going to come back and it's, it's, it's a negative strike or slice or punch into the air. And at some point, it's going to come back at you. Why would I keep putting that out there? Sure. To a point where you're just getting knocked around, blah, 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 blah. We, I say that we, I had this conversation right before we started the podcast. I know someone who constantly has problems at home, at work, tires flat, sick, broke. Whatever. It's always, it can't always be that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you never see anything like fun or whatever. It's like. It's a mindset. It's a it's a mind it's frame. It's hypochondriac. I'm not. Right? Is that what that? Like they're always they always have something or always bringing something upon themselves. I'm not sure what I'm not sure what it's called, but I do know I I'm a firm believer that's a reality. Yeah. Someone's creating that machine that is re- repeating, and I think it, it it's lessons you haven't learned that lesson. So. The, the world, the universe is showing it to you again. And that's why you keep seeing he's like always late for work. Everyone knows it. The frantic person that shows up in work, things are flying everywhere. It's like a <laughs> disaster. Yeah. And it's like hair's like not combed and oh, I hit traffic. You can't hit traffic every day, dude. You can't <laughs> yeah. do it. My dog ate my lunchbox. It's what, always what just like wild, right? And it's just this person's always wild. Um, or they always have a quick excuse too. Oh, what happened today? Oh, well, this, 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 and this. I couldn't find matching shoes. But or, isn't, and they're always quick with it, too. But isn't the same true for someone who's always on time or early? Like, yeah. that person's always early. Yeah. Yeah. That person's always on time. How? Seriously. you make it happen. Right, but that's what I'm saying. It's your reality. Again, to go back on all of this, that is not to say negative things don't happen to people. Absolutely. That is not to say yeah. n- positive things don't happen to those negative people. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, it's how you wear it. Mm-hmm. I just choose to wear it different. It happens to me. I'm a human. I'm uh, uh, full of errors, right? Uh, full of mistakes. But I try to focus on the good things that I did and try to repair or fix the wrong ones that I made. Like fix my wrongs type of thing, right? But I'm also not blasting it to the world that I had a, I, you know, I stubbed my toe when I first woke up. There was ants in my toothbrush, and then you know we ran at. I ate cereal with spoiled milk. Like, why would I even put that sure. out there, right? Yeah. No, you know what I'm gonna put out there? A, something, a positive quote or something that that can resonate and might help somebody. And if you don't do any of that, at best, don't do it. Don't, don't do it. Don't, don't, don't do, do it, it at all. all. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Don't. Like, do if you don't want to put some. Po- the point is, if you don't want to put something positive, don't put anything at all. Then. Well, that's like the old, not like the old old saying, thing. right? Like, the old mother. You don't have that nice to say. Don't say anything at all. Right. Guys, we're, it's, it's in rotation. Whatever you put out has to come out. Why do they say write your goals down? Say them out loud. Why do they say that? Because you put it out there into the ether, and it's going. it has to come back. Loop around. We're creations. All we, we're creators. I'm sorry. We're creators, so we're constantly creating. So you're creating your future. You're creating your present. How your day went today is because of thoughts and processes and things you did in the past. Yep. Right? You're the accumulation. Right? You're the absolute accumulation of your thoughts and, and your work of what you did. So if I know that to be true, I wake up and I, it's going to be a bad day because my day is going to be packed with a bank. I changed my thinking. No, it's not going to be a bad day. It's going to sure. be a productive day. I'm going to change that and I'm going to put that out there. And if it's a bad day, then it's a, guess what? Then it's a bad day. But what if it was going to be a bad day and I spoke positivity into it and it turned into a good day? Right. 
right? I'm putting the odds and you got to put, you got to stack the odds in your favor at all times. There's no reason not to. What do you want? You want? You, you I mean, just thinking that way, like thinking your bad day, your bad day, you're gonna have a bad day. Just think that. Just it's gonna put you in a dark spot. Yeah. And then it's, so you just did that for one day, but it's gonna put you in a dark spot and get you keep you there for several days now, because as you keep reflecting onto the bad that happened throughout that day, that you kept like I had such a crappy day yesterday, and it keeps yeah, and it just keeps building up, it like it goes back in rotation all over again. Yeah. Like you keep thinking about that. No, knock that off. There's no reason for it. Man, I knew I saw I saw someone who constantly was just negative, talking down on, um, and this was years ago. And uh, just kind of talking on the, the job that they worked at and just didn't like it. Then like the people, then like always negative, something negative. And I had, I had to like dissociate myself with that because it's just, who wants to be around that stickiness? And it's yeah, just like, yeah. it's like, ugh. Like, Look, you're not forced to work there. I'm, so I'm here. So I'm there to be a set of ears. Yeah. But once you start abusing that, I got to. We gotta part ways. We gotta keep it moving. Like I'm there for the one time that it happens, and maybe another time, blah blah blah. But if every every week I come in and it's just the same chaos of negativity, yeah, it's like, dude, we can't. I can't be doing this. So I left that place uh, of employment and moved on. Whatever. I later heard that this person, like that whole section of that job, closed down. Hmm. And I'm telling you, it was this person brought everyone down. So it was like yeah. a, it was a few of them. So then he had everyone talking negative. Everyone talked. They, I'm telling you, they created that reality. Yeah. All of a sudden, that whole how does that, that just that's crazy just shut down? And you have none of them had jobs. Hmm. All frantically like, and I don't wish that upon anybody. Yeah, but it's a, it's it's an example of I seen it happen. And then I saw a bunch of dudes talk positive and curate a different kind of message, and they all ended up with better careers or just a better situation i should say yeah. right and it, you see you see so many examples of that so why wake up if that's the case this is our legacy this is the mark that i'm leaving do you want people to remember you for always complaining being a pain in the butt always negative, negative. just just like an anchor to everyone's like balloon sure you know what i'm saying yeah yeah to the point that you know you don't want to be around that person anymore. Like, don't. Yeah. We all know that. There's people within our own, maybe you grew up with them, maybe they're a part of your family at some point, or a friend who maybe wasn't like that, and you know they allowed you know life to you know, get to them. It's like walking on eggshells. Is there anything worse? Yeah. I mean, seriously, when you're walking around eggshells because you don't know what personality or what person what you're going to get What person you're going to get, yeah. Or yeah what kind of reaction worst. or whatever. The case that's is. abusive. Yeah. I don't, I don't want that level of abuse around me. That's abusive. And you have to, you have to defend that. You have to protect your aura. I'm, I'm a firm believer in that. We're all, mm -hmm. We all have an aura about us, and you it's your duty to protect it. It's okay. Listen, I said it earlier. I'm going to say it again because there's people that take sound bites, run with it, and say, you know, life's perfect. He thinks life's perfect. <laughs> Every th I, things, traumatic events happen to me just like they happen to everyone yeah. else, right? It, it's, it's part of being a human being. And not perfect, right? So you have to pick. You have to deal with that situation, right? Deal with whatever negative thing is. You know, everyone gets into a fender bender or whatever it is, flat tire, break a bone. It sucks, right? But 
like you cannot allow that to consume your every single thought. And life is has a wild way of, you know, one thing happens, then you come home and, you know, someone broke through your window at your home. You're like, oh my gosh, you go in, the hot water doesn't work. Yeah. You know, and it's just, but what you're putting into effect, your aura is on, let's just, let's just go with red and green, right? Yeah. So mm. green is positive and red is negative. So your, your vibe is constantly red, like, like literally like a buzzing, like, light just buzzing like this red 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 everything your red light interacts with it's touching your aura it's touching your aura and it's you guys feel the negativity mm -hmm. you've you ever passed by someone or have a con have a conversation with so someone who's angry yeah you feel do it. that or and they're yelling yeah don't you do you not feel that energy yeah. it's the same way as like a child who's excited on a holiday or birthday or Christmas or something like that and opens up the gift that they've always wanted mm. or they got a pet or a puppy or something like that and that excitement, it does it not make you smile? Sure. Why, right. why does it make you smile? Because their aura and their energy is affecting you. And so it's like, they're green. It's buzzing. The cool, the cool part is you have the ability to magnify that. So now, if I'm someone that has high energy... That's it's good to be around to get the wisdom of older people who might have green, but they're it's not as strong. It's like low buzzing, right? right? But if I but go around them, now. yeah, you can go around them, and they can feed off your energy, and that's when you have the deepest, dopest conversations. Like with my grandfather, what was the first car you have? You see his eyes lit up. Hmm. What was your favorite song growing up? And all of a sudden, he's in this. He literally physically changes. Hmm, yeah. But that I brought that aura, right? Like I brought that over to him. So that's the law of attraction. That's that's how it all we're all operating. And if you keep buzzing around green and everyone around you is positive, yes, negative things happen to us. But bang, my green is so strong, so strong does that it I'm increasing it. it. All this negative stuff, I'm just it's just a bing, bing, bing. It's like flying yeah. off of it, right? So is a room full of four guys and we're all green, right? Go birds, and it's just constantly. <laughs> That's why they call it, it's like group think, mm. right? Napoleon Hill talked about it with the extra mind. So if enough of us get together, it creates a, a, a buzzing mind up here. Because they start saying like, if I'm, gen if I'm brainstorming, right? Um, and you, musicians say this all the time. They get buzzed. That's why they like, um, like jamming together. Because yeah. it, 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 it influences their creative processes. It's yeah, it's a yeah. vibe. So if the vibe is, yo, this dude keeps talking like positive and intelligently, I want to talk positive and intelligent because I like how that made me feel, right? Mm -hmm. So sure. if you get a bunch of dudes talking positive and intelligently, and then you get a group think, so the mind's floating in the center of all of us, we're now going to get, um, um, we're now, you ever hear the, the quote, two, two, brain, two minds are better than one, right? You're now going to get another energy that is, now has God, a greater power, the universe, whatever you want to call it. I call it God, but helping you. Mm. And now you're like, where did we even get that idea? Because if you're if you're brainstorming by yourself, you wouldn't have had that idea. Right. Sure. All of a sudden, together we create that buzz and a unifier. It's in the Bible. Mm -hmm. When two people believe and pray about something, it should it should come to pass. Why? Because we're literally having that belief, and that third belief then creates the upper mind, and that's God hmm. helping resolve or solve. So that's why it's good. Don't be around negative people, <laughs> right? Yeah, right by the line. People. We all have to deal with negative people, sure, right? We have and to I get that. make the best of it. And if you're living with a negative person, work on it. Yeah. Share. 
Share positive things because it's still the karmic law is still going. You cannot, it, it doesn't matter how you feel. It doesn't matter. People get all trapped up like, I don't feel good today. I don't feel good. No one cares. It, there's laws in place, just like gravity. You know, if I jump off, you know, out of this window right here, I'm going to break an ankle or something because sure. there's a law in play right now. It's the same exact hard law. It's just because you can't see it, it's hard for you to believe. Mm -hmm. That's why the bless starts out with faith. Because it's, it's something you can't see. You have to have faith. You have to believe that, that, that this is all going to come to pass. Um, so another part about the legacy is uh, passing down family traditions. So I made, I made, I'm trying to start my own family traditions with like my sons specifically. Um, but there's a, there's a ton of stuff uh, that we did that we, it's, still, it's funny because it's like a piece of it is there, right? Like my dad loved car shows. Mm. Uh, my dad liked uh, going to flea markets. Um, he liked uh, going to the park. Um, riding his bike, fixing bikes, restoring things, collecting things. If you see my lifestyle, it, it, my dad's fingerprint is all over it, right? But I didn't do exact. I'm not doing exactly what he did, but his mm -hmm. tradition is still living on inside me. Yeah, yeah. Of me taking my boys to X, Y, and Z, and then I'm also starting my own, right? Because my boys have a different DNA set than me. They have part of me, but they also have part of their mom. So their thinking and how they operate is going to be a little bit different of how I am. Sure. People are like, oh my God, he looks just like you. Yeah, he does. Probably thinks just like me too. But they're still, his, his mom, he has his mom's DNA though still. It's not 100% yeah, exactly. me. Right. You understand? Yeah. Um, so I think, I think it's dope that people continue traditions that are healthy anyway. Yeah. And then there's funny ones. You ever hear about the, the people who cut uh, like the two ends of the turkey or two ends of the ham or something like that? Um, so every, and it might be like, a, like a, a story, like a fable, just to get you thinking. But it was Thanksgiving or whatever, and you know those like metal trays or whatever? Yeah. Uh -huh. You get your big old honey ham or whatever you want to call yeah, it, yeah. make mm -hmm. it, and cut the, 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 the sides off, and then put it in the oven, baste it, do whatever you got to do, put it in the oven, take it out. So the son, uh, the daughter asked the mom, why do you cut the sides? It's like you're supposed to cut the sides. No, no, no. But why do you cut the sides? I'm gonna when I when I make my ham, I'm gonna cut the sides just like you. But I want to know. It's nice to know why, why I'm doing it. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. My mom always did it. And so they asked the mom. It's like the grandma now. Grandma, why why do you cut the sides? Mommy doesn't know why you cut the sides. I, I want to make the same ham that you make. But in the recipe, it literally says cut each end in certain oven. She's like. Oh, because back in the day when we first started cooking, our oven was so little, it, the ham literally wouldn't fit in the tray. So we had to cut the sides. <laughs> so the simplicity like, of it. you got to right? question everything, though. That's, I think it's our job. So I, I want to keep the tradition. So to, to go back to traditions. So I want to keep the tradition of making a ham, but I, you know, in a smart way. I'm wasting pieces of meat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Because I didn't even understand that. So it's like, do follow up on traditions. Follow through with traditions. But you, it's okay to add your to add sure. to it. You know what I mean? Because we live in a much more modern day than two, three, four generations ago. So right. what they were doing might not be applicable to what we're doing what now. We're doing. People are gathering, of course. You got the origins of this. Yeah, let's gather every Thanksgiving, okay, or whatever holiday, whatever you celebrate. Do we sing? It's like the the funny part was like, what the heck did people sing on people's birthdays seventy years ago? 
The song just came out in like 1950 or something. The Happy Birthday song. What were they singing before that? It, it's, I'm sure it's a form of the Happy Birthday song, but it's not the one that we know it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? To me, I thought that was the only song they ever sang. In ever history, you know? Like, yeah. Think about it. Happy Birthday. What in the world could hey, you No sing? one was singing Happy Birthday to Jesus. <laughs> with, a, with a cake and a candle. A cake and a candle. One lit. One lit. One lit. <laughs> what I'm saying is, like, look analyze i'm not saying being critical or hip like uh, like like but, annihilate them but it's kind of like understanding understand tradition as opposed to just doing habitually correct yeah because then you're gonna have the curious kid that's gonna ask the question of why we cut the sides of the ham yeah exactly and it's like well this is your tradition you want me to do your tradition but you can't even explain can't it explain it oh just because we we always did it that way one of the uh one of the things we did growing up was the uh, Puerto Rican Day. And when we were growing up, there was the Puerto Rican Day Parade. Yeah. And we were in the parade uh, at several years. Multiple times, yeah. yeah. It wasn't like a whatever. And was, what's funny was that we were in the parade for different reasons. It could, whether it was our church for one time, whether it was just us solo, whether it was a car club thing. It, like, we were in it for various reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it became Puerto Rican Day here in Bristol. So it's kind of, there's no parade aspect of it. Okay. So everyone's already gathered Whatever. So it's like a festival at this point. Right, but I still make... That's what we attended, right? Yes. yes. And we were selling you know, the Bendecido shirts yeah. for the Blessed Line. Uh, <laughs> what I was, was going to say is, we st- even though that tradition changed, because they took out the parade aspect, mm. they're still having the event. Yes. You see what I'm saying? Like We grew from it. Or, or, or just switched it up. Whatever they thought that the whatever I don't know why they even stopped the parade. I'm sure there was a reason. Yeah. But now we, but we're still meeting. So it's okay. So the tradition is Puerto Rican Day. Yeah. And celebrating your heritage, right? And mingling with, um, you know, relatives, friends, family of all the same background, basically. Um, but that even in itself morphed, and that was a very traditional, or still is. It's a very traditional, like what they do. You have a band or play music. You have, you have our food, right? You have yep. our food. You have our vendors, and it's and you just gather and hang out and chill and celebrate. It's very simple. Those three things are all still there, mm-hmm. right? So think about what traditions um, that you probably did as a kid that you want to, you know, revive and 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 bring back for and share with your kids. Like my dad took a. <laughs> He would take me to multiple times a week to the flea markets. It was kind of funny. Like, if you think about it, it was like, sometimes we wouldn't buy anything. But he was on a mission for certain things. It's he always, not, he it's always had selling, it's just going. Both. Yeah. Okay. Um, and we t- I've talked about that at length. There's an episode out there where I talk about lessons learned from the flea market. Yeah. Um, but, like, both. But then, like, at the same time, it kind of coincided with his collection, which coincided with... His restoration. So, like, if you're going to collect Schwinn's, you got to restore them. To find parts for Schwinn's, and I'm talking about bikes now, you have to go to flea markets, which sells old, used items. You can't go to a store and buy Schwinn items for the bikes that he's restoring that were built in the 50s and 60s. Does that make Mm -hmm. sense? Yes. So, there was a method to what he was doing, but in my mind, there was tradition there. 
Because every time we went to the flea market, I was like, I wanted, I wanted to get something, like a bagel or something. Yeah. And I've always switched it up as I grew and then turned it to getting pinchos every time we go to the flea market. Because this is stuff that you can't get. Sure. Just, it's not easily accessible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, accessible. Or um, empanadas. <laughs> you can't just, like, people don't just make them every single day. So yeah, it's yeah, like something exactly. that you have occasionally. Such a process. Um, yeah, and I think if you do all, what we just discussed. The end result is that you'll contribute and make history. If that makes sense. So if you continue the positive path of living out your purpose, right? Honoring your ancestors through hard work, faith, gratitude. You'll eventually get the glory for... Being that stand-up person, and in itself, you're making history, and mm -hmm. you're adding to. So when you're adding to a hundred years from now, our kids can take thought process test. Like, oh, this is exactly how your dad thought. <laughs> it sounds wild <laughs> now, but somehow they can freaking right. rip out the juices of my brain and preserve them for 50 years till they figure this out. Pour the freaking brain juice into a, a freaking <laughs> petri dish and say, "Yo, your dad That's was like it. a positive thinker." Yeah. Like, that's probably where you get your positive thinking from. He yeah. also had a part of him that was funny or whatever. And you just keep going. Sure. Like, that sounds so outlandish and ridiculous. But, but that's, like, that, no. But that's like the DNA thing now, right? Like, that's not out the realm of possibility. To be honest. <laughs> it's really not. No, absolutely I mean, they not. held on to Einstein's brain thinking they could do something like that. Maybe right. it's not. We currently can, but maybe in, you know. Later on down the future, we can. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, like you could, I, could, I, I don't know why it's such a weird thing, but I picture somebody like squeeze, like how you like squeeze towel. a towel, yeah, you're wringing, wringing out a towel out. and get my brain juice, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's not just blood in there; it's all kinds of stuff, right? It's all kinds <laughs> of fluids, fluids. Um, like what's falling right now, you know. But anyway, do that. I think if you live with character, conviction, and passion. You will inspire the next generation, and I think that's that's when it goes back to duty and like. But it's true. I truly do believe that. So, one one thing I will challenge everybody, everybody, and we'll close this bad boy out. A challenge about the 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 leave your mark is this, this could be either a good topic or a sore topic for everybody. Is connecting with a relative or two that you haven't spoken to in a hot minute. Hmm. Because I think you can resonate and try to get out like a funny or fun conversation out of it. Like, what was my grandmom's you know, favorite meal? Or, yeah. I don't know, something. And then maybe, oh, can I get the recipe of that? And bang, right. here's another tradition that's gonna get trickled down. This is Abuela's recipe of making rice. Sure. You know, and now right. I have it. But if I didn't spark that conversation, right, um, I couldn't continue that tradition or cut the ham on each side, yeah. right? And that's part of the legacy. Um, and then also, try if you're not part of a greater cause, like a foundation, either start one, and I said this earlier, I don't think starting a foundation is for everyone, but support one. Mm -hmm. and, and engage your family. Whether you have kids or you don't have kids, you engage your friends to also join you in that. And I think those are... A couple steps I think everyone can take. Oh, and also remember the green 
aura versus the red aura and try to think and act a little bit more positively every single day. Reality is reality, uh, but how we react to it is our decision. Mm-hmm. All right, so leave your mark. We'd like to wrap things up with quotes, and the first one is by Billy Graham. The greatest legacy one can pass on to one's children and grandchildren is not money, but rather a legacy of character and faith. And the second one by Jim Rohn. All good men and women must take responsibility to create legacies that will take the next generation to a level we could only imagine. Legacy. In this episode, the crew covers topics that range from glory, honor, ancestry, making history, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Billy Graham and Jim Rohn. Awesome. Guys, thanks again for joining us. The Rotated Views podcast was produced for self-development purposes. Huge shout out to our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. That is BL3SSED.com. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. Guys, don't forget to visit the website, JimmyLeeVelez.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Rotated Views. If you have any inquiries or questions, email us at info at JimmyLeeVelez.com. On behalf of myself and the rest of the crew, we wish you massive success. Stay blessed. <laughs>